lately find ourselves uh, here with these shiurim reacting to uh, things that are the latest buzz. Um, so once again, we're going to end up doing something like that. Just looking for a lighter topic. So many of you may have heard that there's a particular community, a group in Eretz Yisrael, where uh, there's a there are a, a subgroup within a group that has a has a shaykh as tachsidus, but the, the leader of the group has been accused of many harbe severe averis giliarayis shvichas damim. May have heard he escaped from Israel at one point, uh, made uh, made his way around uh, a few countries, was caught, came back. Bechulu bechulu. Um, the last few days there's been a, even though a lot of the details have been uh, publicized before but just in the last few days there's been a documentary part one part two last night part three I guess coming up um, with a lot of recordings and uh, recordings of him talking about it recordings of uh, women recordings of the women's husbands talking about what was going on in this uh, in this matzah And this was all being done, so to speak, under a form of brainwashing in which he's the Tzadik Hadar, he's Mashiach, and that's why he's allowed to do what he wants, and he's accomplishing tremendous great things. Obviously it's very painful to, to, to learn that something like this is possible. It's not uh, or supposedly Chassidish community, and using ideas that are familiar from Chassidus. Maybe it's also important to, to know that this can happen and it gives a certain perspective on life that uh, things like this may happen. But why am, I, why am I talking about it? So I saw a discussion today somewhere which may have been triggered uh, by this, which was, Taka, what if Elio uh, Novi Taka comes to someone and uh, says... Uh, I need you, uh, comes to Nesha Sish and says, uh, we need to do this Aveda. Right? So, uh, maybe one wise guy will say, well, it's not Elio Anavi anymore. Uh, turn into a pilpul. Does Elio Anavi have a gather of a malach? Does he have a gather of a human being? It's some cipher that says, it depends when he's mislavish and a guf of Ben Adam. Taka has a din of a human being. So it sounds like it would be a problem. What? The random say even if a navi comes and says. That's where I'm, that's where we're heading. Yes, yes, yes. Someone mentioned there's a binyan siyan, which we'll get to in a moment. Famous case of the binyan siyan, where a person convinced the woman that he's a liel navi, and this is what they need to do. So, a person claimed that from the binyan siyan is a mashmos that she's just a fool for believing, but maybe, maybe we can somehow deduce that if Ataka was a liel navi. Maybe should be in the right. So we'll get to that in a moment. Right? Someone mentioned. Uh, says we just learned Hilchas Yisay Yatayr in the Rambam. The Rambam says the Navi has the power to override any mitzvah if he show iras show, except the Vaydazara. If you say except the Vaydazara, it implies Gilearayas Shvichas Damim Chamuras. The Navi can say, we, we need to go, not, sometimes he can tell other people to do it, or theoretically the Navi can say, uh, this is what I need to do. 
Then the question is, if we're talking about Leo Anavi, how will you know it's Leo Anavi, or maybe every uh, person who's ever in Avera will, will tie Leo Anavi told them that it's okay, and then what? So that's where the conversation starts getting uh, cute. But to me, there is a somewhat of a serious question here, a fundamental question. Let's forget about Leo Anavi. The person who we know to be a Navi, or who says he's a Navi, Today, obviously, it would be very difficult for any one person to ever establish a reputation across Klai Yisrael as a Novi. We're not going to get into that. But uh, let's, let's go back in time. Let's find a Novi everyone agrees to, or, or for the purposes of this uh, case, at least this community believes that uh, this person's a Novi. If a Novi is able to give a Shah against the Surah Taira, like we just quoted from Yisraeli, from Hilchus Yisraeli Taira, so could a Navi theoretically come along and say, okay, here's an HSS, I'm a Navi, here's what we're going to do, etc. Obviously, there are certain scenarios, more extreme scenarios, where something like that might make a little bit more sense, as we'll see later. We have examples from Taira of certain Arias, seemingly, uh, this is, you know, that, that someone's overriding the Arias. See, like Esther Lamashal, right? So this Bikuach Nefesh, the kind of There are scenarios in which it does sound a little bit more reasonable. But once you say that this would be the dead in a scenario like that, just press a button, yeah. Once you say that would be okay in a scenario like that, then where do you draw the line? Who's to say that the Navi can't come along and say uh, something more along these lines? I, uh, you know, I'm a Navi tonight, this Aishas Ish, tomorrow night, next Aishas Ish, for whom? So, is that really, is, is that really a built into Toyota? Is that really a possibility, Alpi Toyota? Right? So I thought, okay, this is, this is a question that I'm talking, interested in uh, being a var. Like I said, I was looking for a lighter, a lighter topic, an uh, interesting topic for a change. So is there such a loophole, like a backdoor kaviyachal in Taira that, uh, that a Novi could exploit? Obviously, if he's a true Novi, he's not exploiting anything. It's what the should told him. Is, is this really possible? So before I get to some of the Makairas that I came across, I want to start with the Binyan Tzian that had been mentioned. Plus, it's a pretty famous uh, Shaila Tshuva. I don't know if everybody here knows it, and even if you know it, Lavdafka, you've actually taken a look at it. You know what it says there. So should Binyan Tzian, Sivin Kofnun Dalet, so the Binyan scene is the Arach Lenair. He was uh, the one of the Rabbanim in Germany from the generation right after Yiddishkeit in Germany collapsed. So uh, the 1800s. I quoted him once before last year in the context of Malvin Pnei Chaveira. Anyway, so he, the following tshuva is from Altona, where he lived. Where he is the Rav. From Chafei Adarishin, Tafresh Yutes, 1859, to a Rav by the name of Mendel Friedlander. A rov in a small town, then in Hungary, today in Slovakia, calls it Gargan, for short. The Shaila, the rov, asked us as follows. This terrible story happened. We have a small village under the jurisdiction of this rov, a Friedlander. So there are two Yidden that live there. And they tend to go away for periods of time, a couple of days at a time, for business. Wives remain at home with their families, with their servants. So one day, one of them, one of the men, went on business, and 
fellow shows up in Medina's Poilin, so Poilin Shayid, torn clothing, he asked for a place to sleep, and she was very tznua, but her Yerasa, Kislasa, the fact that she was so tzmimistic, made her a bit foolish, as we'll see, it undermined her in this scenario. So she felt bad, she gave him a place, she gave him food and drink. But he was acting very bepricious. He wasn't eating anything from a living, from a minachai. He only drank water. Other precious sigufim. He was sitting all day in a room with a sefer every night. Till chatzais he sat with a sefer. Then he did tikkun chatzais. When he slept, he didn't sleep on a, a bed, but on the ground with rocks. He was toivling every day in the mikveh, even when it was pretty cold. This was Parshas Truma time for a week. Friday night after the meal, once everyone else left the meal, the guest and the woman remained together. He started schmoozing a bit. She asked him, who are you? Where are you coming from? So he says, let me tell you who I am. Only telling you, I'm Elio Hanavi. I'm, I'm looking for the Yidden. I want to be Mekabitz the Yidden. It's It's a top secret. She believed him. Okay. She went to sleep in the next door room. He's still sitting in his place. After Chatzais, tiptoed into the room, woke her up, and said, I've traveled the edges of the earth, and I haven't found the Tadekis as great as you. you. Mashiach needs to come from you. Small problem. Your husband doesn't, uh, doesn't have what it takes to be the father of Mashiach. So, I've been sent in Hashemayim, it's going to be me and you. And Ka'is uh, Chaya, a year from now you're going to have a child, he'll be Mashiach and David, one an ice. The ice is that after I leave you on Tuesday, I'm leaving, there's a box here, when you open the box, you'll find. A night, sir, 400 gold ducats. But you can't open the box till the appointed time, otherwise it's not going to work. Okay, if you think about it, that doesn't really uh, work as, a, as an ice, but uh, he convinced her. Kaidiber Elio Hanayif is how he writes it until And Sunday, before dawn, he fled, he disappeared, no one saw him again. No one knows who he is, where he is. She's still, she's still believing it. So she writes to her husband, you gotta come home. We're about to become rich. Tuesday, we're opening the box. Okay, so he listened. Came back on Tuesday, they opened the box. No gold ducats. That's when she finally realized that it's all a sheker. So she immediately told her husband, she started crying, told her husband the whole story. And she, at the same time, was defending herself and saying, of course, it was not, uh, I never would have done something like this to you. Sadi b'meroimim, Hashem is my witness, that it was all a shame shamayim, and this guy, was dafka, ish mosum a disgusting person, why would I ever want to sin with someone like him? But the husband uh, didn't know how to handle it, so he came to the Rav, Rabbi Friedland, they told him the Homaisa. The Rav called for the woman, interrogated her, the same story. So he said, for now you have to be, uh, separate until I'll uh, bump the Shaila up to a more senior Rav, the Binyan Si and the Aruch That's the question. 
Now really, the details of the halachic response aren't mamish the focus here, but you can't just read stories from Shot without looking a little bit at the uh, Shakla Vitaria. So, let's try to say it the Kitzer. The fact that she says, Shegeges, Kavanos, L'Shem Shemayim, it's not enough, even though Shegeg, ordinarily should be enough. But in Arayas, is the famous Yisoyed of the Ma'arik, which we'll get to a bit more in a moment, that uh, if a woman thinks it's mutter to be mezana, we treat her like a mezana, not like a shaygig, so she's a suda labayla. This is the Psak Din and the Ramah and Evan Ezra, Simon Kofayar Chas and Shulchan Aruch. So, oh, no, but this is a case where there's no witnesses, it's all her story. So, when the Darach Klaun woman tells her story, you can say, maybe it's all just a ploy. She wants to be released from the marriage, she has someone else she wants to run away with. I, she's saying, for courage, I want to stay married. My whole point is that I want to stay married. I don't want to marry someone else. Oh, maybe that's all part of the ploy. She knows that if she says uh, the other thing, that she won't be believed. So she's putting up this whole front. So we should talk, uh, you know, not that we should actually listen to her and be mater labayla, but we should believe her that she was mezana, and then that's part, part of the plan. Another element here is that the Mesharsim came Shabbos morning, to her room where she's sleeping and the guy was sleeping on the floor in that room. That uh, no one saw the, the whole story but they saw that. Maybe you don't say but he says there are shittas that say that and if there's raglai and ladover you can use other reasons other tzvaras and you can say uh if they would have sinned, so why would he be there on the, the floor until they came? He should have left before they came. Should have gone back to his room. And anyway, this doesn't count as real yichud. Raglamadavar has to be something severe. This is not even yichud. Everyone was able to walk in. That's not, that's not proper yichud. The problem is, is that these are svar, very typical svaras, but that's if the woman is telling a story and the husband doesn't believe her. And in this case, the husband is very much on board. The husband very much believed the story. So that usually means that you have a problem. Then he says, he saw it in Piskei Ma'arai, and he quotes Madame Rottenberg, that when it comes to saving you're supposed to go out of your way. You treat that like a chumrah. You're being machmer to save an isha labayla. So I'm also going to look for something. So this is uh, where he gets back into the marik. So what's the famous marik? Marik's famous vart is that there's really two pratim in being mezana. There's the iser, and then there's umala boimal. You see by Saita, just learned. Is equivalent to, in today's plain English, cheating on someone. So there's a betrayal towards the husband. So the Marik's vart was l'chumra, that even if she's a shegeges, even if she thinks, uh, even if for whatever reason she thought that znus wasn't oser, apitayra, fine, in the prat of the mitzvah she's a shegeges, but surely she knew that she's betraying her husband, so she's on uh, the mal, she's not a shegeges. So Bazai doesn't count, you can't be a matira. So the question is, how do we use this idea? Marik also brings the whole story of Esther in, Kasher Avalti, Avalti, that until now she was the Now 
that she's going, it's Beratzen. She didn't do anything wrong. She's doing a mitzvah. She's saving Yidin. And we see that the Ruch HaKadosh was shayed on her when she bevayed the Fnei ultimately. And still, we're saying that she's Nasser Omaritcha because it was Beratzen. So, Marik says, Kalvachaymer, there where there's not even an Aveda. It's Mamisha Mitzvah, but sad the, 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 the din of Mitzvah, Aveda. Not only is it not an Aveda, it's Mamisha Mitzvah. But at the same time, she's still Nasa to Mordechai. Why? Because it's still Mala by Mal. That, there's no way to spin. That's always uh, baked in. So, Bazai, Isha, she's in Tadach, she's in Tadach as Baila. So, for sure, Asura Alav. Whether or not she knows as an Isra, B'Shayi, we may it. Atake, the Be'i Shmuel, and Avanezer says, V'mzint Tzibaratzin, G'day La'atzon Afashas, K'uvda, De'asul Ha'chashveyda, Sh'asur Lo'bayla, K'ivan Sh'abiyah, Ha'abiratzin. So, the B'nyan Tzian, I would, I can respond to the Ma'arik. The Ma'arik's idea is a major, Svara G'dayla, that there's this din of Mala, by Mal, but still, even that only applies where Zinsa Baratzin, she, she was enjoying herself. She just didn't know it was an Isser. That's the scenario that Marek is, is talking about. But if Zinsa L'Shem Mitzvah, that was Kavanos L'Shem Shamayim, then not only is it not an Avera, but why would you call that uh, Maal Ababayla? Why is it different than Esther? He disagrees with us. He, he's disagreeing with that. He says, I agree with what you're saying up until the Esther part. Once you come to Esther, I would disagree with the Marek and therefore the Beishmo. Especially with Mardchai. Mardchai Mamish told Esther to do it. Esther wasn't sure. Mardchai says, yeah, go, go ahead. You know, call that Mala boy Mal, betraying a husband, a husband, uh, Paskin, that this is, this is what we need to do. So if he says, in my opinion, if it's a uh, Although he says it looks like Mordechai maybe wasn't sure about this, sort of fits it into the Shakla Vataria in the Makairis. So it could be that Mitzad Safik Nefashis, Safik Nefashis, she still went ahead and did it because Safik Nefashis is also a reason to be Mechal Shabbos. But on the Safik, uh, whether she's Mutter Labayla or not, Hayois Mordechai we see was Mesopik of. Maybe then she doesn't uh, have to do this. So like a That's why uh, ultimately they said kasharavat yevat. They said maskana is taka the byaster kasharavat yevat. But that was only because they had a suffix of revach atzol yamin luhudim lakam acher. Mashenkein. If you have a scenario in which you have no reason to have that suffix, and this is the way to save Yidin, so even the Marek should admit that not only is it not an Aveda, but it's also now an Omal of Oymal. So where is he getting? What's he, what's he getting to? So he says, Vayet Zemizah. Right? So he's essentially disagreeing with Marek and the Beishmo. Then he quotes another famous Shuvah in these in Yonim, the Shuvos Yaakov. Taka scenario, people were in the forest, the Roritzchanim, the bandits, uh, captured them, and they felt the only way to get out of the trouble was that the woman should be Mafka herself. But it's same Baila. So is she Mutila Baila now or not? So he, so he cites the Meshvus Yaakov, cites the Marek, 
And he says, what, why is Esther suddenly having this uh, dilemma? Where, where was she until now? Until now, she wasn't a Surah Labayla, she's living with Achishverosh, and now she is a Surah Labayla. So as far as it was, that if the Oynes is on the Be'ila Atzma, like when they seized her, they brought her to Achishverosh, they bring her into Achishverosh's room, that's Mamish Bo'ynes, a true and proper Oynes. So the whole thing was under duress, she's Mutaris. But if there's no Oynes directly for the Be'ila, there's a general sense of fear, and to sort of save the, the, save the day, she's voluntarily using her powers to seduce or whatever to buy her way out of the problem. So, it's like a gutazach, and the Gabi the Mitzvah Naveda, she's an Anusa, but then in that case, he sees the Marik's Vart, that in this case, though, the Bilasa was Birtsaina. So Nasr al-Bayla, now was the problem with Esther, and now, which is a famous word, that Esther is now voluntarily going, that's the problem. So it depends on whether the Maisa Be'ila is Bo'enus or not. So getting back to the question, so the Binyan Sian says, so the Noyef Yumach Shemoy told her, he's a Yohanavi, and he's been sent on this mission to do this, and she... She, she's a fool, she, she believed this nonsense to the extent that she literally uh, wrote a letter to her husband come, come, let's get the treasure so in her mind literally, you know, it came straight from Shemaim and said, this is what you have to do in her mind, that's an oinus it's not just not an it's not just shegeges the gabba the avera, but it's also not a meila bebaila, because that's the word of the shvos yakiv that if the if the the beila atzmas bainus, then it's not even that's why Esther was muteras up until up until then. Like she said, saud mimraimim, having her witness that to zolashem shemayim. So Bazai, he would argue that. It should be called an Ernest Gomer, but he doesn't want that they should paskin straight from his trip, from his response. They should go to other Rabban to paskin. Then, not Simon Kufnan Dal, and then Simon Kufnan Hay, his mom Sheikh, the Rav wrote back to him and said, What's the difference between the Maharik, where she didn't know it was Osir to be Mazana, and here she didn't know, and the Binyan Sian explains himself again. He says, It's not like any other scenario which woman, a woman has a different chashbainah. She literally thought she had no choice. That makes it different than a stomach case where she didn't know that it was Osir. And again, she didn't rely on this without other G'daylim, but for some the Maisa, other Rabbanim were asked. I saw them assigned to the Shut Yad Alazar, who was also from that uh, area, and also later the, the Sherlum Meshav. And it looks like the other Rabbanim at the time didn't exactly go down this path. They're described as essentially assering her. Although with time, you see Shuvas that are building on the Binyan Sian. Anyway, I wasn't trying to get into this sugya, you know, the hetter venetius ish in this scenario. Just citing the very famous halachic discussion, which is similar to our situation. The question is: Is there anything here we can learn? Lagabe our question. 
from going through the tshuva, I don't see any klara mashmos. The gabri, the kshayla of takenu. What if it was the luchayra wasn't the navi sheker? The closest you see is when the rav, Rabbi Friedlander, responds responds in the second tshuva to what he said, and the way he says it is shalayada shaosr l'shmoya l'navi hasheker l'avra al divrei taira. So, so what's his, his word is that because she was a Novi Shekhar? Unclear what you can actually take from here on this question. Agav, I saw there was a Rav from Yerushalayim not too long ago, Yom Zev Prague, who asked, even the fee, the, the logic over here, how do you know it was Taka Anusa? Maybe the money, he promised her a fortune, maybe that uh, had an impact here. Also, Dafkit says in the Maisa that it was twice. The male the first time, but why the second time? What was, how was that? Uh, and Bechal, he says that uh, even if people aren't that knowledgeable, but she had another day to think about it, and uh, even Begoidel Tipshusa, how could she think that Mashiach Tzidkeinu will be a mamzer, Sheni Roy, Lava Bakal? So you see, he's assuming for the purpose of his argument that. Even of this guy, that the outcome will be a mamzer. Okay, that's that's how good for our question. If a true navi came and said, "This is what we're going to do," would the outcome uh, be a mamzer or not? And of course, the questions he's raising uh, relate to more general questions that we have in society now about the nature of consent and coercion. Is it literally standing there with a, with a baseball bat and uh, coercing someone? Or are there uh, psychological means of coercion? And relates to many women who consider themselves anusais, etc. Anyway, back to, so what are the Mekaitis on this topic? I found someone with science, Yaris Dvash, Yenis and Apeshit, says Drashas, Chalik Bez, Drashtes. He says, So when Amram divorced Yechavad, she was already pregnant with Moshe. Those are the three months. But first, I'm asked, How do we know where, what's the Hachach? She was Mubaris. So he says, For Hikshu, how did Amram Bechlal take his aunt? Uh, it's one of the Arias. So the answer given is that it was Al Pidibur. There was some kind of divine instruction. Who would that have been? So Pashtas so would have been Yaakov Avinu. So it was the mitzvah Yaakov. Now we know, so now the Ibn just injects these halachas. We know that Anavi is only uh, able to be matter in mitzvah Lashav, temporarily, even at the Kaviyah, like the Ramam says, in Mada. So in this case, if Anavi told Amram that he has to marry his aunt, but then he divorced her, now he can't take her back. Because it was a Hiras Shah, the Hiras Shah only applied to the first marriage. Now it expired. Panam Chadash is Balakan. How was he able to take her back? But if we say that she was Mubaras, Bikaras, then the Gaidishan were Batos, the Gaidishan are Ice Gaidishan, so the original Hatter from the Navi is still here. Oh, so that's the Hechrech that uh, she was a Mubaras already. And he continues and builds on it, Gedera Chadrosh of that style. But here you have, clearly, an example of being matter at Ayas. In this case, we're talking about the Ervas Deidasoi, and we're not just talking about beer, we're talking about Nisuan. And it's Alpi Navi, and obviously it's implied that the child is not a Mamzer. Ishlahoyer, that Soif uh, Soif, we're talking before Matan Torah, and Bechlal is a, a Drush. Another marker I saw is the Neid of Yehuda. 
Madura Tinyana, Yeridayasim Kufsamachalaf, he's responding to the Shvaz Yaakov we decided earlier about volunteering to, in order to save oneself and touching on the context there is about Esther and what Esther did al Pihalacha. Healing yourself. So he disagrees with, completely with uh, these makaritas. He says the only time it's mutter is where she's passive and she's on nusal she's under duress. But if she's not under duress, she in fact she's mishtadelas She's trying to use her body to save people. That's not karko elam v'isha v'ishovim v'tehadik v'altaver. Aye, what about Esther? Esther shiny that it was a tzolus klal yisrael, and you can't learn yechidim from klal yisrael. V'sham haya bayiras mardchu beis dina v'ulei beruach hakodesh. So he also seems to be alluding to this concept that this kein ha'irov v'novi. This is already after Mount Taylor and Dafka from a case which many halachas halach discussions are based on. Still shtikol drosh. Going back before Mount Taylor, we find that uh, in Parshas Vayigash, so the Mizrahi asks, why don't we find that the Shvatim cared at all about the Fi Chazal, that they married their sisters? Why don't we see that the Shvatim cared at all with Dina and the Shechem, there's the whole thing, Shimon had to promise her, why don't they care about Achayser? So the Gurariye, the Maral answers that this is what they need to do. So just like they knew to be Mekayim the Torah Baruch HaKadosh, they knew to be Matar Baruch HaKadosh. Noisna Torah Oyser, Noisna Torah Matar. That's a Maharal-esque Mahalach. Same for Yaakov himself, he married two sisters, even though they're the Torah, just like he knew the Ruch HaKadosh that you're not supposed to, he knew Baruch HaKadosh he is supposed to, and this is where he's going to have a Shvatim from. And he mentions this Eliyol concept. And he says, Aye, Why do we hold it against Yaakov later on? It's a Gnai. He doesn't want to make the Baruch of Lasad Lavoy. So, he says, The only reason, the reason why it's a Gnai is because Yaakov, it was only muttered to Yaakov because the Torah Taka wasn't given yet. And Yaakov knew this. It's because he wasn't Nitztava and he had Ruch HaKadosh, but even though it's Ruch HaKadosh, it's still a Gnai. Soif, Soif, it's going to be also when the Torah is given. V'mnitna ha-Torah, lo'i hutar davar zele Yaakov, sh'lo'i matzanu sh'yiyya isur erva nitcha. So I saw the quote from Klichamda, Mary Domplatsky, lived in Poland not long ago. Alanga Rikhis on this Maharal, that it sounds like the Maharal, that this type of stuff talk only works for the Tariyag mitzvahs before Mountain Torah. But not for Shavu Mitzvahs or for the Mitzvahs after Mount and Taira. And he also makes a distinction between, well, yeah, but he, makes a, he wants to make a distinction between a Navi and the Ruach HaKadosh. A Navi wouldn't even work here like the Maharal because a Navi is Mamish Shorah Shah, but not a marriage, a long term marriage. So Yaakov would have needed this special gather of Ruach HaKadosh, Apesha Asr, Apesha which is, in a sense, a deeper level. I, what about that? Okay, we don't have time for that. So, uh, Maral himself concludes, The Maral seemingly almost clearly says that we wouldn't just be uh, suspending Isser Erva. Then, give me another two minutes, please, as Kedarkeinu uh, Bakaydash. Klicham is an amazing source. The Sefer Luchas Eidos. What is the Sefer Luchas Eidos? 
Bionis and Apeshitz. So we know Bionis and Apeshitz was famously accused of having uh, Sabatian leanings, having connections to Kachap Tzitzvi in Europe, in Prague. Uh, Yaakov Emden, of course, famously uh, brought this issue to the fore. Part of the debate had to do with Kameas that he wrote. Yaakov Emden claimed that he opened Kameas and was with Faneach, the Ramazim, and that it was Ramazim to Shabbat Tzvi. So Yaakov Emden was printing Kuntresim. So Benis and Apeshitz printed a Kuntres in response, Luchas Edus. Very interesting uh, Kuntres. He has uh, letters from a lot of Rabbanim taking his side. He has uh, a Hezber from one Kamea. He shows one actual Kamea, and he's Masber, his Kavan and the Kamea. But in the end of Luchas Edus, there's another Drasha of Benis and Apeshitz, a lengthy Drasha. This is the drasha that I gave when this issue came to the fore. The got up in the base medrash and he gave a drasha in his signum, but alluding and addressing the situation. And he compares himself to Davra Melech and how Davra Melech was accused of different things. In the middle, Shimon Arabaisai. This is all in response. Like the drasha scene, I didn't invite you for a drasha. This is diba serabim shemati mesaviv kiilu chas v'shalom yashbi shemets lias mikitas mamine shatzi machshmoi etc. etc. The kamei. It's very interesting stuff. Then back to the drush, and at some point he gets to the idea. David says Rabim Kamalai and had to do with David Zichos. We just shvuos uh, for those who took a look at Rus. The question of David Zichos. So at one point it says that Avishai got up with a cherev and he said, Allah is that David Zichus is fine. Well, so what's going on? Why do you have to do that? We're not going to get into the Pratim. But Shmuel already was Meshayach David. Shmuel's a Navi. He's Meshayach David. Shouldn't that settle the debate? Why does Avishai have to come with his sword? So he says, ah, Navi has the power to be Eker Dover Minatayra, only Lashal and not Ladaitis. So maybe David could be Nimshach Lamelech, but that doesn't mean that the Malchus based David can continue. Maybe it's just Ayras, Navi Lashal. From there, the Renaissance gets into this discussion, and he throws in, he goes off into the question of, does a Navi have a power to be mat or anything? And he says, When it comes to Dvar Erva, that never happened. And then he touches it on into Meshra Beinu, Chashadu Ish. Why were they accusing of Eishas Ish? So he says, because Meshra Beinu is a Navi, so he can be mat or anything else. So no matter any other accusation, if you're trying to get Meshra, are you going to get Meshra? Whatever Meshra does, uh, even if you can prove he did something wrong, I'll say, I'm a Navi, it's fine. The only thing you can get Meisha on is on Eishas Ish. Eishas Ish is uh, the Eibishter Sayin Ezima. So we know that the Eibishter would never uh, be mad to that through a Navi. Very, very interesting. Stam Rabbi Edison went off into that because it also related to Inyone Shatz, Shabbat Seitzvim Stam. So the Klichamda is mitzayin to this. And on the other hand, he points out that there's a Ramban and Re'eh when he discusses what the Navi can do. Then the Ramban writes clearly, O'y achas min ha'arayas. So, there is a diag, okay, maybe later Ramban, Arayas, yeah, but Shvich Hasdam, he didn't mention Shvich Hasdam, maybe Shvich Hasdam, I'm not. Another very interesting source, the Ramchal, Ramchal's own controversies. The Ramchal has a say for Kinnas Hashem's voice, and in the middle he's talking about Avera Lishma. Avera Lishma is only Heirah Shah. 
And then he says that it's only Yitachem bin Akevis, Shem Karko Elam. That's where you see examples in Alacha of uh, Aster, etc. So Bazoi can't even be Hira uh, Shah. Who quotes this? Another interesting uh, individual, Rav Cook. Rav Cook has Shalos Tshuvas Mishpat Koyin, where he's t- touching on these questions, and maybe only someone like Rav Cook pulls this marker out. He says that the Makubo Ramach Lutzato and Kuntus Kiras Hashem says that Be'olam Le'era V'Le'era came Barayas the Gavri Dafka Be'isha. So he says, and we know Rav Cook was very mystical, but he says that's all Sisri Torah, which we're talking about halacha here. You say the halacha, you can't override Klolim from Chazal. But the Neshama feels, say the Hashem Lireyev, so you want to phrase it as saying, Api, sorry, we know it's never going to happen, even though Api Allah it is mutter. You want to say that, you can say that. And he's making the argument there that, yeah, anything, anything could be a hirasha. So that's not, we're not paskening here today. Not the goal here wasn't to paskin anything, and most of the sources that talk about it weren't talking truly. Allah the Navi came and suggested kach v'kach, but we see that there is taka a serious discussion about it, and at least there are some who maintain that uh, a Navi Hatzadik does not have the power. The Eibushter is saying izima. There is no power to say let's be mat there. Certainly not ish ish, which is mamish nos. That's it.